You're listening to the Bill McIntosh Show. And now we're going to hear from uh, Bradenton, Florida's own Phil Dan of WWPR, ex-leftist, ex-commie, Bostonite, and a man with an incredibly interesting background, discussing January 6th. Enjoy the show. Of the intercontinental train wreck with Phil Dan and Bill McIntosh. Yeah, so the thing is, is that, you know, we were looking at this guy, Ray Epps, and as you can see in our backdrop, my backdrop, um, there's a picture of Ray Epps to my right that shows him, um, you know, at night, saying, we got to go into the Capitol, right? And then there's this guy, you see that I moved a little bit to my left, and then there's something in there about this guy, Ryan Samsell. The guy with the... The hat on backwards. He's in a yeah. boxing pose. Yeah. Yeah. Now this this is important. Remember, we, we you know we've spoken about this guy and and Ted Cruz, I believe, raised this issue. I have a couple of pictures that I can show. I'll have to edit them and drop them yeah. into the. Want to edit this? But during one of the hearings, uh, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, was talking to uh, an FBI agent about Ray Epps, and it shows Ray Epps whispering into the ears of somebody apparently that was ryan samsell apparently why i why do i say that because yeah yeah now here's the thing ryan ryan samsell was referred to as a sociopath in the daily coast you know and uh yeah is this a relative of yours next that's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about family problems all right (laughs) but here's the thing man it's it's kind of amazing in the in an article by Adam Kerr, whom I know, by the Washington Examiner. Name dropper. Name dropper, yeah. He is a name dropper. <laughs> One-way ticket, yeah. Okay. Here's the article in the Washington Examiner. Ray, Ray Epps, uncharged in Capitol. Oh, that was Biden. painful. I, I, yes, it was. Yeah. Ray Epps unchanged, uncharged. Ray Epps, uncharged in Capitol riot. But Fed's arrested woman engaged in similar conduct. Now, why am I talking about? This guy, um, uh, Samsel, and the, the, we mentioned the girlfriend because apparently that their boyfriend girlfriend. Now, so let me just read you what this says. Defenders of Ray Epps contend he has not been arrested because he didn't break the law during the Capitol riot. But a woman caught on video standing next to him is facing up to a year in prison, prison for being in, quote, a restricted area something Epps was also filmed doing. This is Washington Examiner. Rachel Genko was seen on video standing just feet away from Epps on January 6th as he, get this, as he whispered into the ear of her boyfriend, Ryan Samsell, the guy that, you know, you see the guy in the background there with a cap on backwards? Handsome fellow. Yes. Like Phil Dunn. Who promptly let a okay. going smashingly? Yes, Rachel would you Genko, please stop picking your nose? I was not doing that. I was I was just touching it out of nervousness. Keep quiet. Rachel called. Genko was seen on video standing just feet away from Epps on January sixth as he whispered into the ear of her boyfriend Ryan Samsel, who promptly led a mob that stormed a police barricade. But unlike Samsel, the thirty-eight-year-old Pennsylvania woman simply stood by. And unlike Epps, Gecko was not seen a day earlier encouraging a crowd to enter the Capitol illegally. That incident took place just outside 
That incident took place just outside the restricted area, but Epps was later filmed well inside the forbidden zone, as was Genko. But of the two, only Genko was charged with the sole count of tras- trespassing on restricted capital ground. She faces up to one year, a year in prison if convicted. Prosecutors presented a single frame of video footage showing Genko walking on restricted capital grounds in their criminal complaint. Epps was also filmed on the steps of the Capitol building in front of a police line, well inside the restricted area. Quote, we're holding ground. We're not trying to get people hurt. Epps was filmed telling the rioter while standing on restricted Capitol grounds. Defenders of Epps, such as Republican Representative Adam Kinziger of Illinois, says Epps is a free man because there's no evidence he engaged in acts of violence or entered the Capitol building. The New York Times reported Tuesday that Epps committed an offense by entering a restricted part of the Capitol grounds, but added that, quote, that offense, quote, has largely gone unpublished. Uh, I'm sorry, that, quote, referring to the offense, has largely gone unpunished. So um, just, okay. just to cut through this, yeah, because I, I get tired of you reading. So the sorry, <laughs> it's OK. You, you do it really well. Uh Shoot me. So don't lie. I, I don't understand this. You know, I don't understand this character at all. But which one? Epps or Samson? Epps, per se. Samson looks more like a warrior. Samson. Yeah, Samson. Yeah. But Ray served his country, right? We all know that he was a Marine. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he served in combat, Vietnam. And yep. he is a curious figure in this sort of tapestry of people that have showed up to the to the event, this cast of characters that have showed up to the January 6th event. And you and I talked about how we don't know if he, could, he was a real Trump supporter. He has a very busy life with his farm and his uh, event business that he has at his farm. So, Which, by the way, supposedly that was shut down, according to the New York Times article. The New York Times mentions that, um, let me see if it says here. Because of his victimization, he has to Well, it says here, quote, I'm quoting the New York Times article by um, Alan Foyer. This is July 13, 2022. Yeah. In which it, somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, up a winding country road, I'm quoting it, in a trailer park, a half mile from a cattle ranch, lives a man whose life has been ruined by January 6th conspiracy theory. That's you. That's you, Bill. (laughs) So so you see, you see, and one thing you see Ray Epps whispering in the ear of this guy, and supposedly that's the guy that then starts grabbing the barricades, you know, police are behind the barricades, and he's apparently, I don't know. That's what, that's what I've seen so far. Now, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. But so Ray F. Epps has suffered enormously in the past 10 months as right-wing media figures and, and Republican politicians have baselessly described him as a covert government agent who helped to instigate the attack you know, you know what? on the Capitol you, last year. 
You know how you have feelings about these things when you're looking at somebody like this guy and you've been to a few demonstrations in your day and I've been to a lot. And I used to run security for the commies at these uh, events in San Francisco. It was a lot of fun. Believe me, it was. And uh, Ray is not one of those characters you typically see at one of these events. And a lot of the people that got scooped up in this event that got sent to jail or a pending trial, you don't see these types of people at these events over 50, making over 50. They're very well healed people. They're educated. They make you know great money. They have their own businesses. Ray's atypical, atypical world. You know, the world of going out and demonstrating is reserved for the crazies, right? For the most part, they are. You never saw a lot of Trump events where people went out and protested, right? I think this is the only one. The only one. Well, I don't know the only one. It was let's say it was it was the most okay prominent one, but they, no, they've been they participated, no, no, but for no, the most part it's BLM and Antifa that protest. No, no, no. There had never been any Trump protest where the Trump troops were called to marshal to order and said, we're going to show up in Portland, Oregon, and we're going to show them what for. We're going to march down. Uh, what's the name of that street? Uh, anyway, the main street and just kick their butts if, if need be. They never showed up and did that. They never had a demonstration. This is the only one that I know. Yeah, of. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I've seen stuff happen in, in Portland. So in, in this back. In this tip, atypical world, this really crazy world of demonstrations, you get people that you never see at demonstrations when it came to this Trump demonstration. These people have some money, money, money. And we found out that right to, within two weeks after the, after the event, there was an intelligence uh, app, uh, I would say, department of the Department of Defense or the intelligence community, where they had all the information about everybody that had entered the Capitol that they could identify with the CCT uh, closed caption TV. They had their bank accounts. They knew where these people lived. They knew what these people did for a living. They had over 400 names within two weeks. And for those people to show up, Ray is kind of in that normal group if you want to call it the norman the 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 normal group so when you're trying to figure out who ray is well he is kind of a typical trump guy you know in terms of the demographic and for him to be behaving the way that he behaved when we saw him it's really odd when you were reading off your little piece there one of the chapters one of the paragraphs was about how ray was telling people to stop, get back. Your eyes are closed. I can tell you're listening though. So a Chinese, I, 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 I'm Oriental. You may, that was a row bro to Asian people. <laughs> you, you racist. I'm sorry. That so, was, that was, that was cultural appropriation. And it was one limitation. That's horrible. I'll get you I'm, kicked I'm out of the Marines, by the way. <laughs> it was a, what was a joke? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he shows up and these characters show up all the time, but, you don't see them when they show up working in concert with one another. And you don't see them just individually take charge, especially right in front of the police. This video of this guy 
doing some noble things, trying to calm people down and get them back from the police line and the police allowing it. I've seen that before. Believe it or not, I've seen that before. And, you know, I've seen it recently. I I haven't seen it way back. What, What we saw going back months was Ray Epps at night on the 5th saying, we got to go inside the Capitol. And people say, right. fed, 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 fed. That, that's been out there a long time. Right. Now, but the, the, thing but is, is that, the thing is, is that what he was doing then, the night before and the day after, there are all sorts of like vignettes of this guy doing these things from different sources. You know that it's not made up, right? You know that it's not well, contrived. But his behavior. You know, I mean, I don't know what's. I don't really know what's real and what's not. I'll be honest with you. Um, what I, what I, what, what does concern me is this guy Samsel, who's. Uh, I mean, apparently, apparently, I'm not sure, but it looks like yeah. Ray Epps because Ted, Senator Ted Cruz mentioned this. That's a, this guy, uh, Ray Epps, supposedly whispers in the guy's ear, and boom, what does the guy do? Samsel do? If it's Samsel. He goes and he he starts with other people pulling out of the barricades. The cops are there. And then that, that was what basically unleashed it all. Daily Coast refers to him in the most unflattering way. I'm just, I'll just say right, not what they say because they set it up as to why this guy is such a villain. And if so, yeah, here's what they say. Ryan Samsel from the Daily Coast. This was from March 19, 2022. Ryan Samsel, the violent sociopath who spearheaded the January 6th Capitol insurrection and riot. Now, by the way, and my background, you couldn't see it, didn't, didn't make it because, you know, there's part of it that you couldn't see, but one part of it I wanted everybody to see was that I don't know if this, this guy, Samsel, took off his jacket. He might have, because in one case, he's got like a light blue denim looking, or maybe it's a cotton, light, light sky blue cotton jacket and then you see him with a black um yeah shirt or not a hoodie because he had a white hoodie but and again apparently this might be the guy that ray epps was talking to um and so but here's what they say about ryan ryan steven samsel on january 6 2001 i'm sorry on january 6 2021 afo number 51 aka White Hoodie, a.k.a. Ryan Stephen Samsel, had a warrant out for his arrest in Jersey, in New Jersey because of a 2019 assault charge. He was also on parole for brutally attacking his pregnant girlfriend. That's nice. Uh, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, a decade before, prosecutors say Ryan Samsel of Bristol was, and I'm quoting, Ryan Sa- Samsel of Bristol was one of the first in a mob of rioters to attack police January 6th outside the U.S. Capitol. He was convicted of smashing a hot pizza in the face of his, present, of his pregnant girlfriend, pouring beer over her head, and then shoving her into a canal and holding her head underwater until she told him she loved him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shocking. I expected a joke, but doesn't ever know why. Well, is there something? Bad. Is there something? Don't you do that all the time? <laughs> what well, the big question is: is what kind of pizza was it? And Willie go to you know, wasting beer? Was it good beer, or was it just like you know? So that's really that's uh, that's a misogynistic comment. I wouldn't even go there. Yeah, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about the beer or or whether or not. 
you know, anchovies or not, that's terrible. Two years before that, I, I continue with the Philadelphia Inquirer. Quote, two years before that, he was convicted of holding another woman against her will for five hours and choking her to the point of unconsciousness. And three years before that, he pleaded guilty to running yet another woman off the road, punching her windshield and threatening to kill her in a dispute over $60. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. And you know something? It's a lot of money. Reminds- hey, no, but Phil, oh, check God. this out, man. Phil, this is, this is the part where the internet intercontinental train wreck goes, goes off the rails. Do you remember back when there was this talk of an alleged kidnapping plot against uh, Gretchen Whitmer? Yes. Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan? Okay. Barbie. One of the, one of the FBI agents <laughs> involved in you know, investigating this case was later was later involved in similar behavior with his wife. Yes. Like, so oh my are you God. Saying, are you saying this other gentleman has a, that there's a career opportunity in the FBI for him? Well, maybe there is. I think, I think is. you maybe think maybe you should investigate that. I think it's possible. But, um, but anyway, like no, they have the similar was, backgrounds. Was, no, the amazing thing is, is that this happened and the guy um, <laughs> oh, my was, uh, was, you know, I mean, I mean, in fact, he was like, I think he was kicked out of the FBI. Let me just put that. Let me just find that because I know this, Phil, and this part I can I can slightly edit so that I'm, as I look for it, we don't have the audience, you know, waiting, twiddling their Wanted thumbs. to kill themselves. Yes, yeah. I find what I want to find. Okay, so um, let me see here. Let me see. Macintosh, which so is my this, show on this Rumble. This begs the question while you're fumbling, bumbling, and stumbling. It begs the question, what the hell is wrong with the FBI, Bill? What happened? Uh, well, to well, our well, here's what's, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. It's a reflection of presidential administrations because they, I mean, they get they get in there, they start to get people that they, they can name the FBI director, and people start filtering in. Um, people start filtering in just from colleges. They go into law enforcement. Maybe they study criminal justice at some woke university. They work a couple of years as a cop. Then they become FBI agents. And, you know, so. It's, yeah, it I mean, is rather difficult it, to become an FBI agent, from what I understand. Um, I don't know. I bet, I bet it is. Really, it should, but yeah, I bet, I bet it is. it's very difficult. Yeah. So um, here's, here's another question. You know, just jumping around to the uh, back to Barbie uh, from Michigan. So, yeah. the, you know, Barbie governor. Did she have a hand in staging that whole thing? That's my question. Did she put um, the FBI? Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's the FBI one of those things that, that that is a an interesting question. Yeah. And what I Thank will you. do is all those years in college are finally paying off. So I paid them all. I paid off all those years in college. I paid my loans. Wow, you, know, you are and, weird. Uh, so yeah, man. Hey, now, now, most now people check die with the balance. Yeah, man. Check it out. Um, so uh, what I put in there, and I think it, I, I wrote an article about this. Um, <clears throat> let me just go down, Phil, for a second. Again, I will filter this part out. Um, uh, so, again, did Whitmere have something to do with this? You know, Barbie. The, the funny thing about the FBI, the FBI had more people wanting to kidnap the governor than they had suspects. And that's why it had to go bye-bye, right? It went bye-bye because all the people that were trying to kidnap the governor were basically the FBI. And what was, well, it, was that? About the, let me, let me, okay. Let, I'm not, not going to make that ac- accusation against Edgar Hoover's boys and 
But here's what in my article, here's what you I mean said. You mean the men in dresses? <laughs> don't don't go there. Don't talk about those. We, we were Americans. We're not going to talk about Scot Scottish people and kilts. Look at all right. All right. Um, well, it turns out that the I'm quoting myself. <clears throat> well, it turns out that the very same FBI agent at the center of the Gretchen Whitmer case, whose name we will not publish for the sake of his wife, my decision, who filed the October 6th, 2020 complaint in U.S. District Court in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that led to the arrest of six men on federal charges in the alleged plot. That FBI agent was himself arrested and accused in July of 2021, one year ago this year of beating and choking his wife at their Kalamazoo area home after allegedly going to a swingers party for some drinks, which to his wife's credit appeared, it appears that she did not like attending and a heated argument ensued. So get Was this. Was there pizza at, at home, and beer involved? No, don't, 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 <laughs> don't be part of the problem. At home, she was allegedly assaulted, strangled and bloodied. So we're thinking on that was Phil. Listen to this. This is the FBI agent at the center of the Gretchen Whitmer um, case against these alleged kidnappers. Okay, the FBI guy. Quick thinking on, on the wife's part of the FBI's the FBI agent's wife when this guy went bananas because he she did not want to participate in a swingers party or something like that. Pretty sleazy. What's wrong with her? Just listen. Okay. Quick thinking on the wife's part came in handy literally as the FBI. And the FBI agent reportedly had the squeeze put on him, no doubt leaving the FBI special agent in a world of hurt and unlikely to swing for some time. Okay, so in other words, she had to really go and get tender with him forcefully um, as this guy was like it strangled her, bloodied her. The former FBI agent, now former, faces a charge of assault with intent to commit great bodily harm, less than murder, which is a 10 year felony. FBI agent guys. But he Bill, was getting, back to the, getting back to the riot or the insurrection. No, wait, I want to. This is I, this is, I'm, I'm, we're, we riot on this show also as, right. far, as far as like where we go with it. He was scheduled for trial in Kalamazoo County Circuit Court. Christopher Ray, esteemed FBI director, is, quote, is this, quote, conspiracy to kidnap Governor Whitmer case. Wait a second. I, he didn't say that. Is, is this conspiracy <laughs> to, kid, to kidnap Governor Whitmer's case solid or an acute embarrassment? Will you stop rocking? I'm sorry. Because, you know, it looks like you're on lithium or something. Yeah, man. <laughs> so anyway, so, Phil, I mean, I'm just keep putting things in context. So it, maybe it's not so far fetched to think the FBI was involved in monkey business because, um, you know, they get involved in the monkey business um, in their spare time at home, you know? The, 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 there's definitely some character problems going on in the FBI, but, and, and, and how much of this, how much of this insurrection was, I'm going to say riot, right, was <laughs> infected, infected with the Antifa people, where the Antifa people came in and changed hats and, and pretended to be Trump people. And, and actually caused a lot of the problems. And the people that they're 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 rounding up and putting in jail are people that barely had any role at all. Now, I know this this is leaping around, jumping around, but there have been many legal cases where they let people go at, to get to the kingpins. Right? The other right. we're do we're seeing the opposite with this. 
they're letting the kingpins go and they're arresting all the little minnows, you know, they're not going yeah, after yeah, exactly. the, the minnows are the they're going after the little fish. Yeah, they're going after the it's fish. A lot after easier sardines to, and leaving the, right, the sharks. Right? A lot easier to put those people in jail versus a multimillionaire. I'm pointing at, pointing at Ray Epps. Ray Epps is a millionaire. How do you Good know? luck putting him in jail. Well, I mean, I don't know. But here's the thing. I'm not saying that necessarily Ray Epps is a shark and the big fish and nor this guy, Ryan Samsell. But apparently, apparently this is really fishy. And then, <laughs> you know, just like, I mean, here he is. We got to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol. What are you out of your mind? No, no, no. I, I, say, don't, I don't want to say that he's out of his mind and that he's actually one of these insidious people. I don't. I don't know this man from Adam. And I, I, I shared with you that when I worked on the Trump campaign, this was a real first. There were many people who had never been involved in politics at all, had never even voted that came out to support President Trump. We had to register them to vote. They didn't even know what to do. 60 years old, 50 years old. And these are the people that are showing up and, they're vo- and, and we're showing them how to vote and stuff. Just, hey, you've got to go down to the precinct. It's in, this is the address. This yeah. is what you have to do. And then at the events that we had where the the Trump um, had those events in the arenas, right? Those people were registering them to vote. They had no idea how to fill out the forms. This guy, Ray Epps, he seems to be symbolic of a lot of people just on at first glance of somebody who's like, hey, this is wrong. I'm going to go and protest against it. And maybe he gets carried away with the rest of the crowd where there may be other FBI and Antifa people egging people on. And he's a big guy. You know, he, you know, he immediately believes that he's in charge anyway. That's, that's he's big a take guy charge thinking. guy, maybe. Pardon? Yeah. And okay, he, he could, be, could be, he's a take charge guy. And yeah, he was a sergeant in the Marines. Uh, just, and just free, just freewheeling it as he goes. Right. And he was in the Marines possible. when the Marines were the Marines. You know, they, they, they only took the crazies. <laughs> now they, they weed them out. Oh, he's too crazy. What do you mean? That's who the Marines are. We we want the crazies. You know? Yeah, we want those guys that are going to run in there and, and break things and kill people. He's the guy. He's that guy. We need more people like him. But he's a mystery. And he's a cool mystery because he's a big guy, larger than life. And he's showing different behaviors all day. And this remember, this only took place in about a four-hour period. It was about one o'clock, two o'clock when they all walked down to the Capitol. Uh, it was all over, but the shouting at about six o'clock. That was it. Yeah. So this this guy is he's weird. He's I think weird. He's suspicious. He knew enough not to go inside, even though he was egging people on to go inside. Yeah, and so, but the, but you know, there's a. There's I mean, he very that, easily could have just walked in. Yeah, but but know? keep in mind, right? But he, keep something in mind. Uh, apparently, he re- he crossed into a restricted area. Now, I'm not saying went into the Capitol. Um, you know, let me see. It goes down. The thing is, is that the, the, there's a mixture between a Washington Examiner article and the New York Times article. So, you know, so let me see. So let's 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 real. Let's wind the movie back a little bit. 
and, and ask people some questions because it's almost impossible with our resources to find out what the heck's going on with this guy. For the people in the Arizona area that he's in their voting district, did he, did he vote for Trump? Did he vote in any prior elections? Did he uh, yeah, donate, I, donate yeah. money? Is he on the voter rolls voting regularly? I mean, he is an ex-Marine, but I know a lot of veterans. They never vote. They don't believe in the system at all. Um, they'll defend oh, yeah, the guy country. Ron Filipowski, Ron Filipowski, ex-Marine, Florida guy, and he's like, he can't stand Trump, and he's just like a, you know. Just Which is like, okay. Uh, a lot of people, you know, President Trump is like the Slim Jim president. You either hate him or you love him. So that's cool. And I'm, 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 that's what, you know, that's what life's about, America. You can think whatever you want. So regardless of, of uh, if you uh, served our country or not. But the thing is, is that here's a guy who drops about two grand to fly and stay in Washington for a weekend of, uh, you know, protesting. That's a lot of money. And that's a lot of time away from, you know, his ranch and stuff. And so he has enough commitment to do that. What else was he involved in or was he involved at all? And, and, and that's, no. I think that's a, I think those are legitimate questions. And, you know, I don't want to accuse the guy of anything because I don't know if he did anything wrong and telling no. people to go into the, into the, into the Capitol. You know what? I'm so glad I didn't go because I probably would have gone in and I would, we wouldn't be talking today. So, yeah, you know, and I just, you know, because I, I chose not to go, I'm sitting here freely and, and hopefully the people that, did go and got into trouble, get out as quickly as possible. And then, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that other stuff later, but this guy is a very interesting cat and let's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds because I don't think the full story is finished. I think no, it's a full story is not out. I, I don't no. think it is. I mean, you see, you see um, Ted Cruz asking this FBI spokesperson, spokeswoman, about Ray Epps, and she doesn't want to go there. She doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to say how many how many FBI agents were had infiltrated or had she been can't. involved, uh, present at the January 6th event. Well, yeah, but let me tell you something. It's not a good look for the FBI. They look terrible. So, so Bill, generally when the left has demonstrations, when they're going to go out do a demonstration and they're planning it, they do the public, you know, it's just like having any other event that you're going to plan and promote, get people out have them attend your event and stuff, just like a concert and stuff like that. And I've organized those things. And, but the difference between the, the conservative and the, and the, and the, and the Democrats, the Democrats actually have a core group of organizers that they're to try to keep control of the event and also to spark violence when the opportunity rises. Okay. And they want to engage with the police so much so that they get the police to attack them so they appear to be the victims. This is textbook stuff for them. In, infiltrating the other side at an event like this, that's textbook stuff for them. Now, the FBI should have been at this event. There should have been intelligence services at this event and not, not engaging, of course, but being there to maintain the safety and well-being of everybody involved. And so this was one of those complex events the one thing that stands out to me, regardless of Mr. Epps, who I can't wait to meet this guy, 
Nobody. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you. You know, can't wait to do business and do the 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 the, the Phil Phil Dan Ray Epps uh, uh, in, interview. I want to give him a fair no, the show. A fair hearing. I think the guy. I, I don't think the guy's that such a great. I guy. I don't think the guy does it either. He. I think he wants to melt away into the desert there. But. Yep. The thing is about the FBI and the intelligence services. When I was a demonstrator, I used to be able to identify these people because they dress in such a, a dorky way, even when they're trying to be in disguise and be like one of the. Yeah, what do you mean? Wait, wait, who? Wait a second, Phil. Let me drill down on this one. This is interesting. So who 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 dresses in a dorky way? The leftists. You're gonna. They can't help it. A lot of the guys that get sent into the demonstrations and stuff. These guys are military age. In many cases, they're in good shape. You know, they stand out because a lot of the people in that crowd, especially, are, are, are overweight and they're older. This was an older crowd. This didn't have a, the, the average person in this crowd was around 45, 50 years old. Yeah. And, and so those people are going to be looking around and go, wow, who's that buff guy, right? You know, who's, you know, and they're, they're like, yeah. they're going to stand out. They're different. They're physically different. And yeah. so, and they're also going to be, in many cases, very clean cut. You know, even if yeah. they're wearing a mask and stuff, you, you're going to see, you know, the big shoulders, the tall guys, they're going to be about six foot. They're going to gather every once in a while in a group, get their act together. Some of them will have comms on that you can see. So, or they'll be, you know, they'll be pulling their phones out. They'll be looking at one another, pointing and, you know, directing traffic of their team. So they're identifiable. They're not invisible. And it's this. Right, well, let me, Michael Yan, Michael Yan, excuse me. Go ahead. Who was a former Green Beret. He studied Antifa all over the world and protests. He said, this was, you saw at that January 6th event, Antifa's A-team. That's what he says. Wow. Who was the A-team? Yeah. And so he thinks... That there's all sorts of evidence that they, in fact, were there. They were giving directions, certain things. They're saying, okay, do this, put on the masks, gas, this, that. They were doing all things according to an orchestrated way, just like they, they do at a protest. And um, so he thinks that they were, it was definitely Antifa people. I mean, you look at, look at, look at this guy, John Sullivan, Dave Distance, no, we, we, you know, he's nothing to do with us and all that. But he talks like a, he talks like a, um, a communist revolutionary, you know, but he's there, he's there only to film things. And then he, you hear him saying, as soon as Ashley Babbitt gets shot, he immediately says, she did, she did like a, like a jackass rabble rouser. Well, I mean, really, he, right. That, that is a really, really um, horrible thing that he did, but everything that I don't want to get into the Ashley Babbitt thing, because it's a it's it it's heartbreaking for me to see what happened to that young woman, and and she was a patriot. She served her country, and honorably. And so I don't want to get into that. What if they did not send? If the left did not send their Antifa crowd into there, into this demonstration, that would have been like malpractice. Time for new leadership in the Antifa. Of course. I mean, this is what they do. Phil, yeah. isn't it true? This is what they do, man. This right? is like the Super Bowl for them. Yeah. This was, so, you and I talked about this briefly, and I know that it's, you know, it's not a good career move to, to criticize the Donald. But when I looked at the organization of 
organizing of this event and how this event was promoted and it was going to take place and everything. And I decided not to go. And you and I were talking about this the other day. This, this type of event was like, like, like I said, it's like throwing a pass downfield. Looks like a good idea, but there, out of the three things that can happen, two of them are bad. And this had bad written all over it in terms of the things that could happen. And thankfully, only a few people died. It could have been a lot of people dying. It could have been really horrible. And I thought tactically, this was a really bad idea for the president that you should not do this. Do not call people to Washington. Well, well let me tell you, the, though. By the way, that's what the left does. They go out, they cause a fuss, they disturb things, and they cause a, and they, they cost us a lot of money. And no, I mean, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Isn't it true that isn't it true that there was a an Antifa type protest that day? Maybe it was a BLM protest, but there was there was a protest scheduled that day in DC, I believe. I'm not and sure. I've seen, yeah, I've seen um I've seen um like uh, there were some flyers that talked about an event that was to be held on January sixth. And you know, so what is so what is so far fetched about them? Even if even if there was there was no simultaneous or uh, an Antifa or BLM event that same day, it's a no brainer for them to show up anyway, and you know to to cause pr problems and make the the Trump supporters look bad. That's just easy sabotage, man. This is just like sabotage one hundred and one. You know, go to an event with you know your enemy and and uh, dress like him, and then throw a rock and bust some windows and bust some heads. That, that's that's my point. Is that if you have an event, if you have a Trump event, no matter what it is, if somebody like goes to goes to the Worcester Centrum, we're going to end up. If Trump comes to the Worcester Centrum, which he did, and he has an event there, Antifa shows up. I was I was there for one of those. And we had to chase them away. Okay. How many showed up? First of all, how um, many people showed up at the, at the Centrum in Worcester? Maybe we had over 10,000 people inside. It was a sellout. Oh, my gosh. There wasn't even a dozen of the uh, bad actors. One of them actually beat up one of the Trump uh, staff workers who was 75 years old. He's a friend of mine. And How pathetic. Dragged him down a flight of stairs, an old Portuguese man. And um, this guy... Both of his sons into, went into the Navy. A wonderful family out there in Westport, Massachusetts. And they beat the hell out of him. He had to be hospitalized. Not a single mention of that in the news. Okay? And so we chased them out. The police got a hold of them. And uh, they just all were just let go. Anytime you have a Trump event, you're going to have these bad actors show up. And Mr. Oh, Trump, President Trump, President Trump went through five years of this. He knew the bad people were going to show up. He knew it. They have to know it. And they were going to cause problems. It just tactically, if I were on the Trump team at that time in, in the White House, I would have said, Mr. President, don't do it. Don't do any of this. You know, well, you know what you think about this. Yeah. Live to fight sure. another day. Take well, no, the higher the road. Thing, well, let me tell you something. I think... Um, I think the the protest wasn't bad, but it's if Trump supporters, you know, 
he got riled up and decided to go in there, it was total sabotage. Oh yeah, because of the aftermath. I mean, I tell you what. I tell. Let me tell you what. How I map out how it should have gone down. Trump should have said four or five times, "You can let your voices be heard outside the Capitol. You don't go in. You allow the process to take place, and they're going to hear you because you're about." 50,000 people. And let me tell you something, 50,000 people saying USA, USA, stop the steal, stop the steal would have been powerful. It would have been deeply um, impactful. You know, it's, and, it's very, it's very easy for you and I to sit here with 2020 vision. But, right? but I mean, what, here's, here's not, what I don't want to say. Not but, fair, it's not fair to, it's not fair to compare the two. And I honestly believe that if there wasn't a Reagan, there would have never been a Trump. Reagan was definitely an outsider. Trump yeah. was an outsider. They both yep. were nonconformists. They were not. They they were not. Yeah. They were more Hollywood people than they Trump and, and and Reagan were more Hollywood than they were Washington. Yeah, that's what I like about Trump. Uh, I'm sorry, but Reagan and Trump. Reagan said, "Oh, the Cold War. Simple. We win. Not yes. containment. Not decades and decades of wearing right. us down. No, we go." We go all out. We bankrupt them. We open the spigots in Saudi Arabia. We we get oil to just collapse in price. That's going to hurt the Russians, who are big oil producers and gas producers. And what basically but happens? But he didn't then open is up that, our oil. And then he and didn't open second, up then, our oil fields. Did he? He did or did not? He didn't. Well, I mean, I don't know exactly. Did not at all. No, the 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 pipeline from uh, Alaska never really took off it took off underneath guess who governor palin well i think it was no it was built in the it was built in the 19 uh listen the trump, the, i remember because I, I remember because i had one of my one of my heartthrobs <laughs> one of my heartthrobs apparently had a boyfriend after she and i broke up which is like 1984 in the 80s in the 1980s she had a heartthrob that was building the uh, the pipeline so and, uh, here's here's the thing, Bill. You don't get you don't get Trump bogged down. He got a lot done that Reagan would have never gotten done. And when yeah, he, he was amazing. Reagan would have Reagan had an opportunity to build the fence. Reagan turned around and gave amnesty, even when Hugo Chavez was against it. You know, yeah, so amazing. I was very I was very interested in Reagan. Wait, who who Chavez or Caesar Hugo Chavez? Chavez. Who gets who got chopped? The the farm worker. Uh, no, Caesar, Ch Caesar Chavez. Caesar. I'm Hugo sorry. Chavez is the Venezuelan uh, dictator. May rest in peace. Yes. So I thought it was okay. So I thank you for correcting me. So Caesar Chavez didn't want it, didn't want amnesty because he knew that it was going to bring in more illegals. Yes, I did That's say just, illegal. It screws the people. It, it's, it always stands to screw the people that got online at the embassies, that did things according to protocols. Yes. And, um, you know, basically uh, basically okay. did, did the right thing, you know. One second, Phil. Let me just plug in my. So, um, so listen, but, I'm, but, I'm running out of time. I want to share this with you about demonstrations. Yeah. If the left does them. Nothing can go wrong because the whole idea of the demonstration is to screw things up, is to mess with people and cause problems for people. Just like today, the 
or yesterday when you had uh, AOC uh, pretending to be getting arrested. Okay, yeah. they are there to wreak havoc on the community. Pret pretending to be handcuffed. Right. Whereas when the conservatives go out into the street, they're trying to make a point. And that's when things can go horribly wrong. And one little thing that goes wrong, they will lose control of the narrative and they will be vilified for it. So whenever the yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but whenever the left goes into the street, it's a win-win. Even if people die, that's even better. Yay! I'm not kidding. That they yeah. look forward to that blood on the streets. That's what serves the, the. That's what feeds the tree of patriotism, right? Of liberty. When the right goes out into the streets and they're trying to make a point, somebody dies. That's bad, and then you never hear the end of it by the news media. Sure, you know. Well, look. But, but, but my Donald point Trump with Trump has Ashley Babbitt's blood on his hands. Well, you know? no, but the thing. Listen, let me tell you something. For a guy who built buildings in New York City, Donald Trump should have known enough to be able to assess dire risks, and he should have said, "You know something? They don't want. They don't want. Uh, we're, we're not getting National Guard troops. We have a big crowd. We should have that." You know, they turned it down. And but look, here's the thing. Looking at that optic and all the dynamics, Phil, Trump should have said, like I said, repeatedly, not once, but four or five times, folks, we're gonna be outside, we're gonna be protesting peacefully, nonviolently, and vociferously. No violence. That's a big word. Hold respect on. Respect the police. This is why I love talking to you. Let me get my dictionary. Yes. Vociferously. That yeah, it's a bone mold. Okay. Bone mold. It's a it's it's a it's a, so here's it's a word the, here's that the thing. Phil Dan is jealous of. This is this is my, my point about what you just said, and I, I I couldn't agree with you more. But again, I'm going to disagree with you because I can do that. I'm very far away, and you can't hit me. So Trump is right about so many things, and I think that he was right about what he did on January 6th, in spite of what I said and you said, because. He he is what what the Democrats are doing are demonstrating what horrible, small minded fascists that they are. You're putting grannies and granddads in jail on bread and water. They're they're being held like they're in some sort of Stalin prison and gulag. they're being badly treated. A gulag. Thank you. That's another one. We'll look that up after the show. And yes, yes. A.G. at the end. Right. OK. So I look at what he does, and I, I'm going to always reserve the right to say I disagree with him and, and still not um, – I still don't agree that they should have done this. But in that he did and he went ahead with it, the screw hasn't completely turned yet, and it's not our turn at the narrative. It's not. It will be if, if, if the rule of law prevails – it, it eventually it will be we'll get to see all of that footage inside of the capitol if it's preserved right and, yeah. and 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 one thing that i was amazed about this group of people is how well behaved they were inside the building you have yeah. priceless art inside that building in the rotunda none of that was touched there were people walking between rope lines treating the police respectfully. There were a couple of bad actors and a very small group of bad actors at that. 
that went in and were kicking at doors and stuff. And I'm pretty sure that those are the Antifa crowd. That was their A team. And his, I'm going to end. Zachary Alum. This guy, Zachary Alum, right. for me, is a huge question mark. He's up there with Ray Epps. He's even bigger because he's the guy, helmet guy, right? That broke the window. He was charged. He had like eight charges, but nobody hears about him anymore. And, and also, looks weird. Bill, and also with the I with we know that they have all the information about everybody that went to this event. Everybody, because the Bank of America voluntarily turned over all of the bank records that they had of people that went to the event. We don't know how many other banks were involved in that financial institutions as well. They also have the phone records of everybody that went there. So wow. they have captured, if there is an A-team for Antifa, which what little I know about the left now, because I haven't been involved with them for a long time, and I believe that they've morphed into, since the Bill Air days when he was doing the, the uh, Weatherman Underground or the, you know, the Weather Underground, that that whole left-wing military arm of the left is out there, but I don't believe that it's being run by a moron, Bill Ayers. Have you ever seen no, Bill no, Ayers? No, no, the smart guys. He's a gals. smarmy, arrogant moron. He is an idiot. He married Bernadette Dorn. That's the only yeah. smart thing he did. Bernadette Dorn, by the way, is very close friends with guess who? Michelle Obama. Wow, that's funny. Many, many, many years, Michelle Obama. Yeah, what a coinkadink. So you have, you have the new left intelligentsia and military operation known as Antifa. And they're decentralized. The, so was, guess who? The Weather Underground. They were decentralized. They didn't operate on phone lines. They sent individuals to deliver messages. Who does that remind you of? ISIS. That's how they do business as well. They don't yeah. operate off of the phone lines. Somebody told me, Phil, don't say that on the phone. Somebody could be listening. I don't know who that was. but Me neither. Me neither. So <laughs> we don't live in a free country anymore. It's all techno -tyr tyranny. And for those of you who are listening, don't say stuff like you want to overthrow the country on the phone. Somebody could be listening. Somebody is listening. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So. Right, right. They have the met their metadata that they can just tap into when they want. Do you have permission, Judge? I'm just, uh, yeah, just to, to pull, pull all the records from uh, January 5th and January 4th yeah. and the 6th. Judge, is it okay? Okay, good. Yeah. You know, the country's a if hot not, mess. And Ray look Epps at it looks like secretly. Uh, just a, a, what do they call that? Just he's emblematic of it. He he just represents to me, you know, uh, an event gone sideways, which that's what happens with a lot of events. But look how he's dressed at the event. He's got all fatigues on. He's ready to rock and roll. What's he doing with that military gear on? He hasn't worn that stuff since he was a Marine. Yeah. So well, it, yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't. I just think of it. I, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to his uh, his apparel on January sixth. But I mean, we're we're actually do see a just lot looking of, at him. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, I was just thinking in terms of the Trump hat and all that, the mega hat. So anyway, well, listen, folks, this was 
first episode of Transcontinental Trainwreck with Phil and Bill. Phil and Bill, the train wreck. That's right. All right, Bill. Thanks for hosting. Phil, it's my it's my pleasure. We gotta do this again. Talk about another a number of interesting, disturbing, and weird characters that raise more questions then receive answers. This is just the beginning. This event bears a lot more scrutiny. The characters that showed up. Amen. Amen. Great. All right, I'll talk to you. To be you. continued. Right back. Talk to you.